Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Remen Wholesale. Expand your market with Remen Wholesale's renovation and non-QM lending products. Both renovation and non-QM can make and save deals. Remen Wholesale provides the knowledge, expertise, and complete support needed to get renovation and non-QM loans to the finish line. Let Remen help you close more deals. Get connected by email us at partnerships at aimgroup.com today. Welcome back, everyone, to... Uh, I'm I'm really excited about this podcast, but to another broker to broker podcast. Uh, if, if you're if you're watching, I'm usually in my broker brokers are better T-shirt, but I was doing a presentation, had to get back just in time to to catch this guy, and and I see the way he's dressed, so I'm glad I'm still in my shirt and tie. But you know, so today, you know, first off, I'm Mark Summers, I'm the president of AIM, but more importantly, today I'm going to be interviewing an independent mortgage broker and the host of the Broker Podcast, Rich Lane. Rich, thanks for joining us today. Mark, great to be here. It's been a while, but uh, always uh, good to see you. Thanks for uh, wearing the tie. You look sharp. You, you, you know, as I say, you look beautiful. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, no, we haven't seen each other in a while. Obviously, due to this pandemic, that's really hampered things. But no, excited to see you. Excited. I know your story, and I absolutely love it. I know every, I don't want to say I know everything about you, but I got to pretty good idea about you. So I can't wait to dive into it more. So I'm going to give it over to you, man. Give us, sure. give us the, the history of Rich Lane, how we got to where he is today. Uh, the way I got in the industry is in 1999, I got, I was, uh, my, my first big job out of college, I got laid off. It was a manufacturing position. Uh, I was at a bar restaurant somewhere in Orange County and I saw this, uh, the group of people come in and they were like, good looking, high end people. And I was like, I got to find out what they do. And I went up and asked the guy and he said he was a mortgage broker. And like I left the bar at that moment. I went to Barnes and Noble and bought the book Mortgage for Dummies 101 and like read it all weekend. Monday went online to the monster job board and applied at Countrywide. Somehow talked my way into a, a wholesale account uh, position. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, from there, I did not like wholesale. I definitely, um, I love the, the direct consumer broker to client relationship. So I just, uh, I moved over to, to be a mortgage broker as fast as possible. And that's where I really found my, uh, my legs. Yeah, definitely. You, you, you dove into some waters there right away, just after reading a mortgage brokers for dummies book and then being yeah. a, and <laughs> over there. That's, that's pretty, it's pretty. I mean, the barrier of entry in this industry is kind of, it's tough sometimes because I get, uh, people don't know where to start. They, you know, there's no, uh, I mean, there's a couple of schools out there now, but you know, it's just, you just got to somehow, some way kind of like kick your foot in a door and then just get going. It's, you know, um, I wouldn't say it's ideal, but I mean, uh, that's just candidly what you have to do. Yeah. I, I remember when I started, I went to, I think it was a company called Mortgage University here in Michigan. And everything they taught me was just like surface stuff, but it didn't, it, it didn't teach you the business. It didn't teach you how to handle clients and have that direct, direct to consumer. So yeah, no, you, I, I'm a big believer and you got to dive right in. For sure. Um, but you know, it's been a great ride and I've seen a lot of, of uh, different facets of the industry. And um, I will say this, 
Um, I've met some of my closest friends within the industry, and we've been able to develop a, uh, I mean, a friendship beyond industry. My, uh, my families have gone on vacation with other uh, friends that I've met in the industry. So it's been a really gratifying experience. That's awesome. So, so how did how did you get to Arbor Financial? How did you start that up? How, give give me the story, the background on that. So, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not an owner or broker of Arbor Financial. I'm just a a loan broker over there. Um, and basically, I just uh, moved over there in 2016, um, just because I um, liked the model at that time. It kind of fit what I was doing, and um, you know, just um, basically, just a. Uh, um, I'm a loan loan broker there. Nothing fancy um, at this point. Um, and, um, you know, I'm sure we'll kind of talk about it. Um, you know, the, the industry is always changing. It's always evolving. So um, I, you know, later on in the podcast, I'm sure we'll kind of talk about, you know, the next five years and what I see coming down the pike and, and some of the, the changes I'm looking at to, um continue to uh sustain and increase uh my my volume that yeah no we that's definitely on the docket today we're going to talk about your five-year plan but let's hop right into marketing and video because one yeah. thing is you know obviously the the mortgage industry you know our side of it is big into facebook right now um, a lot of people mm -hmm. on a lot of people commenting and and for people who are listening if you've never followed rich lane go follow him he's always doing videos so you're a big video guy. I absolutely love it. You know what I mean? So yeah. how did you, how did you take that leap in? Uh, I've always, I've always, I've had a bit of a media background from college and, you know, even playing around with uh, VHS tapes when I was a kid, but I, you know, I kind of took a, a break from it, but in the last like 10 years, I would just look at videos that real estate agents or, or business people were putting out. And I'm like, God, these things are horrible. The camera's like shaking all around the lighting's poor the audio is poor. And I just knew that um, if I kind of got the right sauce uh, that I could kind of just easily uh, make it fun and deliver some good content. And so I just kind of came up with the concept, uh, the broker I started a few years ago at uh, the, Ir the aim, uh, the Irvine, um, yeah. the convention. And uh, it just kind of took some legs from there. I mean, wasn't that hard. I just bought some, you know, a couple hundred bucks of equipment on Amazon. And then, um, of course, uh, COVID hit. And I, um, I was one of the hard rules for the broker is um, I, I only do in-person interviews. So, okay. of course, you're hosting the interview today. So, I mean, this is your show, your rules. But for the broker, so, so COVID hits and I'm like, oh, my God, who am I going to interview? So, um, Kevin Perenio of PRMG, he's a close friend. Um, we found a, we found a restaurant that was kind of, would give us a corner and we just, we literally start doing the show there and it just kind of took off from there. And now, um, I've been everywhere from, um, you know, a boat cruise, uh, to an industry conference in park city where I interviewed a bunch of people. And then, uh, we have a, we have a big media presence that we are definitely going to roll out at aim fuse at the Bellagio this September. It's uh, we're going to kind of do, we're going to do a daily recap show there. So um, yeah, it's, it's really going to be sensational. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen some of your videos, you know, and I know, I know you use them for different aspects of it. Um, but explain to me, cause I know you have a media background, but you don't need a media background to make these videos. No, you do not. 
Um, you don't need a media background. I mean, I, mean, I was, um, I literally just went on YouTube and started researching like guys who make their young guys who make their uh, living from YouTube. Uh, I, I, I start following um, a couple of gals, a couple of guys that would literally teach you like, Hey, if you're going to put out content here, this is the editing software you need. Get this, get this light, you know, get this. Um, here's how you get royalty free music. Here's how you do this. I literally just learned from YouTube. And then I started, you know, doing practice videos with my daughters and then finally, kind of just, you know, um, I went for it right before AIM Activate. We did a couple of videos right before the show. Uh, and they and they got tremendous, uh, uh, you know, a run. I mean, tons of views. Uh, people started, you know, talking to me about it. And so I just kept kind of growing and growing it. I mean, I go back and look at the first videos I did. They're horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, and I'm not saying that, like we've achieved, you know, Academy Award winning stuff now, but it's just it's way better. The more you get on camera, the more comfortable you are, you get your you get your microphone legs. Um, and then um, you can start once you kind of get you get that confidence, you can start leveraging your medium to make, you know, you know, to get doors open for you, um, leveraging the media with real estate agents or financial planners, anyone who's going to be able to give you a referral, you, you know, you not only brand yourself, but you, if you use the video to kind of yeah, make it real easy for them to give you the referral. Yeah. And, and you know, and I don't, I mean, I'm comfortable in front of the camera now. I mean, I still don't like looking at myself as much, but I I'm with you. I went back and looked at some videos I did. And I think you were one of my first guests. I think I had when we had this broken yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I learned real fast if I just was who I was and not try to read a script, it went so much better and got so much more views. I totally agree. Unlike you, I love looking at myself on camera. Like I can't get enough of me. Okay. Let's get that straight. No, seriously, though. Um, yeah. I mean, the more you do it, the easier, easier it's going to get. I mean, I remember that, uh, that the broker to broker we did, uh, uh, you, me, and I think it was Claire, uh, yeah. Mahoney from uh, Oregon. That was awesome. So, I mean, look how far we've come just from there, Mark. It's amazing. We did it together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so basically, um, the, one of the ways I, I use the, the video stuff is, um, you know, let's say I've got a couple of CPAs. I get a lot of business from, uh, I literally, uh, went and did, a uh, the broker interview with them. I edited it up, made it real nice for them. And they, they literally used it on their social media and in their marketing. Oh, wow. So it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, brand, basically branding for themselves. And was just me as kind of, you know, Joe interviewer guy. And they got to talk about their business and what's going on. And so the bottom line is I provide a tremendous value to them doing that. And so, you know, when you provide value, you definitely make it real easy to get the referrals. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I I love that. So you, you go on different topics with referral sources and whatnot. So you may go to a financial planner, a CPA, right? Is that, that's kind of where you're going. What do you do about consumers? Like, how do you do, you obviously do videos for consumers, yeah, a little bit. I mean, that's that's somewhere where I definitely need to, uh, you know, raise my game. There's some there's some brokers out there really doing some great work in that arena. Uh, Ryan Eller, 
uh, Mike Cox out of Wisconsin. So, I mean, those guys are, are uh, definitely really excelling at the consumer game. And I definitely have my eyeballs on them watching them. Um, and they're both great guys. So yeah, that's somewhere where the broker needs to definitely increase the, the, the market penetration. Yeah. So you're, you're, most of your videos are for referral sources. And is that fair to say? Yeah. For referral sources, but you know, I've done, I've done some professional consumer client, um, work with wow me group. Um, and that, that was really, um, you know, uh, a big boost to my business. So, um, I definitely want to get back to that, but, um, you know, um, again, that's part of the five-year plan, Mark. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Um, okay. So, okay. So give me, give me an example here. You're, you're going to do a video for a financial planner. Yeah. What kind of topics are you talking about or how do you come up with these topics? I mean, basically if I'm doing a tar, if I'm doing a, uh, interview with a targeted, you know, business referral, we either do it one of two ways. We either say, Hey, listen, I don't want this to be an infomercial for your business, but can you talk about topics that are relevant to the general public, um, you know, that provide, you know, uh, information? And, and if and if we go that route, that's great. I do that a ton with Kevin Peranio, who, uh, you know, who he talks about what's going on in the financial markets. However, or we could go down the other road. It's like, hey, if this is going to be an infomercial, great. I get it. Let's do it. Let's edit it. And I'm going to give the video to you and you use it on your medium. Um, and that's great. And so, you know, it's kind of, um, you know, we, we, we have a pre-show meeting. We talk about who our audience is. We um, kind of like, you know, we put together a brief. Um, we, you know, we keep it rolling. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So you, you do these videos, right? And I've seen some yeah. of them. They're great. So you do these videos and before you kind of go to editing and whatnot, what do you do if you don't like it? Do we do the whole thing? Or, or, I'm going to tell you what I do. I'm, I'm going to personally tell you what I do. So when I do videos, I don't watch them. I refuse to watch them. I say, hey, listen, yeah. that was me. That's who I was. I was authentic <laughs> as I could be. Get that thing away from me. I'll, I'll view it three weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, I just did one where I, uh, it was really tough. Um, I didn't like it because the audio uh, w was not good. It was, we were on top of this boat and it was real windy. And I'm um, I'm a stickler on good audio, but at the same time, um, I had to get it. I had to get over the mental block and getting it uh, post produced and put out because um, you know there was people um, that participated in that video with me that um, I really respect, and I wanted to get it out the video out for them. I was doing with I was I did it with Alex DeHaro of PRMG. PRMG is uh, I'm a huge uh, fan of theirs and they're, they're very supportive of, of my show. So I really wanted to get it out there. And I finally like just had to like force myself, just get it done and then uh, get it out there. And here's the irony. Um, I, I got more feedback and traction on that video than I have in a long time. I don't know if it was because it was like on a yacht or whatever, or tons of people love PRMG and Alex DeHaro, but like I got great feedback on it. It was weird. Yeah. So just when you think you didn't like it. it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to get over yourself and just get it out there, you know? Um, so, I mean, I, sometimes um, I think I'm too much of a prima donna cr cr critic on my own stuff. So um, I mean, I usually watch, I, I make my wife watch it before I, uh, I release it. And she's like my, she's great. Cause she's such a harsh critic. She'll be like, yeah, this video totally sucks, Rich, but yeah, sure, put it out, buddy. So, 
<laughs> the wife, they're always in my corner too. My wife sees some of my videos and she's like, you said that. I'd be like, I, I don't know. I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> so, no, that, that's uh. great. You always got to have critics, man. I'm telling you. But, you know, I just, my, my big thing and the reason why I want to talk to you about videos and whatnot is, you know, it, it's a huge tool for us. I use BombBomb a ton. Yeah, me too. For, uh, you know, like everything that I do with the client, you know, just so they know who I am yeah. and they see me. Uh, but at the same time, you just got to dive into it. And that's that's why I wanted to bring this up, just because it's yeah. such a powerful tool. As you said, get over yourself, put it out there, have fun with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a subscriber, Bomb Bomb. I have uh, I have pre-made videos, you know, like uh, like I'll have a 30 second intro video that, you know, is ed- edited. And so when I get a new client, I just I literally will text it to them. It's and it, you know, comes over in a high def. It's it's and then the cool thing is about Bomb Bomb, you can see who opens it, how long they watch it. So you yeah. kind of get an you got a serious idea of interest level on people. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. No, it's it's a great it's, it's a great system. Um, okay, so we did our videos. We're good with videos. Yeah, you brought it up twice now. I know you want to talk about this, and I want to hear about it. It's your yeah. five year plan. So let's get over it first. Tell me about this five year plan. What are you okay, thinking so, here? Okay, so basically, I mean, after 2020, uh, uh, mortgage getting leads and and referral sources they're just getting deals is just tougher. You know, the, the refis aren't just falling from the sky now. Um, and we're de- with a ton of people focusing on, on the purchase market. I mean, it is competitive to kind of keep up and sustain, you know, a good amount of volume to make a good living. So uh, basically I- I'm kind of just taking a wholesale look right now on, on, okay, I want to plan out for five years. Uh, do I need to tear down my tech stack and redo it myself? Um, I mean, I'll be super candid with you. Uh, I've been out taking a look at some some other companies, some other models, uh, you know, that companies that are that are coming online in the mortgage broker um, world that basically have a, a really good tech stack and um, really good pricing and plug and play. So um, here's why. It's not just because I'm bored or something, because out in the marketplace, you're going up against, you know, the G rates, the loan depots, the fairways, guys like that, or companies like that, they've got amazing technology. They, uh, they've got tons of resources. So if you don't come in with uh, the, the tech stack and the artillery to compete, you're just going to get shuffled out of the industry. And as much as I, I mean, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but that's just that's just the realm of reality right now. So I'm really taking a look at um, uh, um, kind of hitching my, um, my wagon uh, either uh, to another uh, a mortgage broker company that provides kind of the ultimate tech stack, the ultimate support, um, uh, the ultimate pricing that I'm uh, basically that I can go p- compete in the next five years and um uh, kind of an, an enables me to not only win, but stay focused on the forward sales aspect. So important. If I'm in the weeds dealing with, uh, you know, process and operation stuff, I'm losing. That is red light activity. I, I need to be out front selling loans, nurturing relationships with clients, referral sources, and, and just keep uh, building that ladder. So um, I'm definitely on the hunt right now. 
Oh, that's okay. Well, that's that's news. I didn't did not know that. But yeah, uh, for sure. At the same time, okay. So big banks, you brought up some of those big banks, and I don't like really talking about them, but uh yeah. how do you plan to compete against them? Uh support, pricing, technology. It's gotta be better than them. And the great thing about the mortgage channel is um, you can get third-party technology as good or better than some of those um, direct lenders I, I spoke about. So I'm not worried about the big banks. Those guys are behemoth. Um, you know, they're slow, but it's it's some of these um, non-deposit, non-depository direct lenders uh, that it's, you know, when you're looking for, when you're competing for purchase business, it's going to be a knife fight. And um, it's an arms race. And if you just come in with a dull knife, you're going to be blown away by these guys. So yeah, no, um, I, I agree. I, I agree. And I've always said that, you know, the, the big thing that I think separated us from the mega retail lenders and stuff like that was resources and technology. That's been my big thing. I pretty much say it in every presentation I do. And I think with, uh, and this is not a plug, but it is a plug. I'm going to say it, you know, the, the, our vendor partners, you know, the brokers are better network. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, go check them out. I mean, there's so many yeah. good ones in there that have helped me propel my business and they're broker friendly. And I actually think, as you said, it's better than what those big banks have. Yeah, it is. And it's available to us. And, um, you know, so if you own your own shop or, you know, you're just a, a independent LO, I mean, you can plug into those resources or go find a company that's really got, you know, uh, all that together and just hit your wagon to them. But um, not doing anything is basically uh, kind of signing uh, your death knell in this industry because mortgages are going to in the next five years, they're going to get easier to be, uh, to be done by the client. They're going to become faster. It's going to become more streamlined. The industry is going to get smaller. So, uh, you know, I, I really encourage brokers right now to start prepping. And if you're, and if you don't, you're really doing yourself uh, an injustice and your clients, your future yeah. clients. Yeah, no, I 100% I agree. So, you know, it takes me to my next point that what I want to ask you is what's your piece of advice to how brokers can set them, set themselves up for the future to succeed? Uh, so just kind of <laughs> like what I said, like, uh, you, you know, get yourself aligned with a company that's got good pricing and good tech and good support. Um, and whether, um, you know, if, if that's where you are now, just, you know, make some adjustments and refine it and, and go, or, you know, go find some other companies out there. Cause there's some other, uh, companies out there that have really got it together. Um, and, uh, you know, at least go take a look. Um, as far as what, um, I, you know, I would encourage brokers to continue to brand themselves, uh, via video, social media presence, um, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, mixed martial arts. Um, you gotta, you gotta have kind of, uh, you know, different, different, uh, avenues of marketing and, um, to, uh, kind of really establish your brand. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I'm a big person of stepping outside the box. Um, you know, I do, I do certain things where I'm going to tell you right now and people are gonna be like, Mark, you're crazy. I only have like two realtors that I really deal with. I mm -hmm. don't go after realtors. You know what I mean? I, what I do is I go after businesses and then we hold lunch yeah. and things like that. And so we beat all the realtors to the show 
and it's been it's been great for us. So I just I mean, I could I could go on and on about what we do. But at the end of the day, you got to think outside the box a little bit. You got to be a little bit creative with all this stuff. And and hell, our community, if you see a company down the street, you know, another broker crushing it, go in and ask them to see their process. I mean, our community is great, though. We're more than willing to help each other out. Yeah, absolutely. I I, re- I believe that. I mean, I talk to tons of brokers that I met through uh, AIM uh, constantly, and I'm always asking them what they're doing. I mean, a big agenda for me going to AIM Fuse this September is to talk to all the other brokers. I want to know what they're doing. If this guy's killing it in volume and making a ton of money, I'm like, what are you doing? I want to tell me, please. Um, so, uh, I mean, I, I can't wait to get to AIM Fuse. I, I I wouldn't miss it for the world. I would ride on a Greyhound bus sitting next to the bathroom to get there. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate that. I really do. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you, I mean, I'm constantly talking to other brokers and what they're doing because thing, you know, the industry is constantly changing. And if you're not making uh, in-game audibles uh, and, and tweaks, uh, you're going to fall behind quick. Yeah. And, and, and you hit the, you said it as well. Like just talk to, talk to your people. Aim fuse is a great one. Once again, not a plug, but it is a plug. Uh, but at sure. the same time, you know, I tell people, listen, you get to collaborate with people you never would have collaborated with before. And that's what this community is about to me at least. And that's my most favorite thing is the support yeah. this community gives. And I mean, I still talk to people from all over the nation that I would never have spoke to before if it wasn't for one of the aim events. Yeah. And um, I mean, people hit me up on uh, YouTube or Facebook or Instagram all the time and ask me about video, like, you know, uh, what software I'm using, what uh, camera equipment. Um, and I'm happy to, to share with them. Like I, I have, I'll, I'll give you, here's all the equipment I use. Here's what I edit with. Here's my music. I, I'm happy to give it away. I, I don't care. I, I, the more people doing this, the better, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. You always got to be changing in this industry. The old dogs, you know, I mean, hey, listen, there's a spot for people who are not willing to change, but they're going to get left behind 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, if you if you want to get a hold of me, it's just hashtag the broker. Find me on YouTube, uh, the broker with Rich Lane, Instagram or Facebook. I mean, you can't miss me. Yeah, and then I appreciate you just reaching out to the community and with, with open arms and, and everyone who's listening, Rich will help you. So, so I do have a question for you here, kind of still dealing with the five year plan. I know you're changing constantly and that's, I love that about mm-hmm. you is you're always trying to redefine yourself and, and be better. But when it comes to your, your, your originating business, what does mm-hmm. your tech stack look like? Uh, right now, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm using, Byte and Flowify and some others and some stuff that kind of uh, integrates and talks together. Uh, but I'm going to be changing that up a little bit. Um, I think there's some uh, uh, other stuff that's potentially better. Uh, that's going to suit me a little better. Um, it's all about the client experience and making it super easy. I mean, I can't believe there's still mortgage companies out there where they're using outdated uh, loan origination software. And when they're, they're just emailing people for financial documents and asking for them to scan them back uh, via PDF, it's so antiquated. And it's so, um, I, you know, I'm looking for software that's, uh, that's integrated, 
that kicks out milestone updates automatically. Everything's got to be automated intelligence. So if, if, if you're the originator and you're manually doing that, you are doing something wrong. You, everything needs to be automated. You need to be focused on getting the next deals, getting the next referral partners, nurturing those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let technology do what it can to, to free up your time to create relationships and make an experience. That's yeah. what, that's what I always say. And, and for me personally, I have my process down on paper and at, I'm telling you probably at least I'm going to say once a quarter, at least sometimes more than that, I'll go back and say, how can I improve this part of the process? How can I change this? So it will be a better experience or free up my time at all, all the time. Yeah, Kevin Perennian, I always talk about it's got to be um, high tech with a high touch. Right. And if, if you can, that's the secret sauce. If you can create that in your tech stack, you're going the right direction. Love that. That, that is the secret sauce. I love that. Say that, say that one more time. What was it? High, high tech with high touch. Super important. So, I mean, you, you, that is the goal for sure. So. Wow, I'm going to use that one. So that's why I love doing these yes. podcasts too, because I, I get these little sayings from, from, from all, from everyone I have on. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to use yes. that one from now on. That's oh, a great yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah. So that's my five-year plan. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure July in July, we'll probably see some big, some big changes coming with the broker and some big announcements um, uh, to where I land. And so um, that'll be fun to kind of roll that out. Oh, good, good, good for you, man. I know what, whatever you do, you're going to do great with it. You got a great personality. Everyone loves you. So no, I, I know whatever you do, you're, you're going to crush it. Yes, Mark. So, um, so uh, aim fuse, looking forward to seeing you in person because you're definitely a lot more beautiful in person than uh, via, via uh, podcast for sure. It, it, it's my lighting. It's my lighting. Well, you're not off the hook yet. I mean, we could sit here and talk about aim fuse all you want and, and, and how excited I am. I mean, we're expecting a big turnout, so I'm so excited to see everyone. It's been too long. Yeah, we did the virtual thing last year, and it was yeah. cool, and we had a lot of yeah. touches, and it was a new experience, man, but yeah. nothing like being at the Bellagio for no. years. But So, okay, so I know you're going to yeah. be there, which is great, yeah. but all right, so let's just say, I'm going to flip this a little bit, because I always like all to right. finish out with, you know, this is, this is your floor. What advice do you want to give the community? Let's say it's someone you meet at Fuse, and they say, hey, Rich, mm -hmm. we saw your videos. Give me some yeah. advice. Tell me where I need to go. What's your what's your number one piece of advice so I can become more successful? Uh, whatever you do, whether it's video or however, uh, just make sure you're authentic and delivering uh, delivering value. Um, and I think if you um, if you lead with authenticity and um, th that whatever you do, uh, you will make inroads, whether it's building relationships with referral sources or if you're going consumer direct. Um, uh, yeah, my whole thing is, uh, you know, high tech, high touch and authenticity. Authenticity has been a buzzword lately. And and uh, mm -hmm. I've I've been using it for a couple of years now, but I love the fact that it's getting out there more because you're obviously authentic in yourself. If you're if you're just listening, this is a great podcast. But at the same time, go look at the YouTube video. This guy, this guy's got flair. You know what I mean? But he's authentic <laughs> and 
And I want everyone to know, like, there's something I, people are trying to be someone they're not sometimes. And that's the, that's the stuff that drives yeah. me. Insane. Be you. Yeah. Be you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I, when I started this, I had a vision. Um, I didn't think that enough of these uh, video podcasts and all this media stuff, no one was like having fun. You know, it's like, like this industry's fun. We got great people, fun people. So like, you know, whoever I'm interviewing, I mean, it, you know, we're, we're delivering content, but we're also keeping it light, fun and, and having laughs. Yeah. I mean, that's, trust me. I mean, I could beat my head over here and just deal with, with, with loans and all that stuff. And, and, and right. with aim and trying to plan certain things with, with the, with our great staff, but I got to have fun. If I'm not having fun, I, I just don't want to do it. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we keep it light. Um, and, um, you know, um, it's the, the feedback and the, the traction we've got, it's been tremendous. So, um, I, I'm just going to continue to, um, see where it goes. Perfect. Perfect. Authenticity wins every time. I think my girl, Melissa Puckett said that. So, but it's, it's so true. It, it does win every single time. So, all right, Rich, I've taken up enough of your time. I appreciate you as always. Can't wait to see you in Fuse. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be a great event. And I know, you know, you're, we don't even ask you, but you promote it. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I love so. it. I love the whole AIM crew. And um, yeah, uh, AIM Fuse can't come soon enough. And uh, so I can see everyone again. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks for your insights today. And uh, brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can listen to all of our broker to broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, and any other platform you can get podcasts from. Do me a favor, please subscribe, please rate our podcast and leave a review. It helps us get the podcast out there and spread the word that brokers are better. And Rich, you're a great broker. Hey, you're a beautiful <laughs> man, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone at AIM and uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see everyone on the next episode. Have a great day. Join our Brokers Are Better Facebook group. Be a part of the Brokers Are Better movement by joining the exclusive group for AIM members and independent mortgage brokers to share best practices, network, and help our community grow. Head over to Facebook and search for Brokers Are Better, select the group, and click to join.